Welcome to the All of Olivia podcast, where we are all about helping others, all about inspiring growth in all areas of your life, and all about creating generational wealth. This is the All of Olivia podcast, where we are all love. My name is Olivia, and today we have a special guest. He is a man after God's own heart. He's a loving father and my dear, dear friend, Carlos Gilbert. Carlos, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for you to actually be here although i kind of twisted your arm and forced you yeah but i know it's gonna be a good day <laughs> Indeed. awesome awesome so carlos tell me a little bit about yourself i know a lot of people don't know i mean as i said you are one of my longest friends that i've had i mean we've known each other almost what 16 yep. 17 years yes he's gonna be yeah probably 16 years yeah. then yeah <laughs> long time a lot of ups downs and quiet times and all of a sudden times we can't even stop getting off the phone so Carlos, go ahead and tell a little bit about yourself to everyone so they can kind of see why I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, there's not. I try to be real simple. Uh, basically, you know, back in my background, uh, I, you know, I started out in, um, you know, uh, consumer loan lending, uh, you know, mortgage lending, all that stuff. And then I ended up working for the church. I started my own creative company uh, and ended up on staff at the church for about 13 years. Um, and then I had to move up to LA for a couple of years. So I moved up to LA for a couple of years and I just recently got back about a year ago back in San Diego. So, um, and ever since then, since I don't work for the church anymore, it's been like living the corporate life, you know, having to work at a corporate job and, uh, just taking care of my daughter. Um, and so this has been a real unique opportunity for me to really be able to just focus on me and what God wants to do in me a lot more mm-hmm. than just, um, having the opera or the, you know, when you work for a ministry or work in a church, you know, a lot of it is you're feeding yourself to feed because you got to give out mm-hmm. all the time. And so, um, this has been a season for me where I've just been digging deep into God and God's been digging deeper into me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I just really focusing on that and, uh, you know, getting settled back again in San Diego, connecting back with you, obviously, and then, um, uh, being able to just take care of my daughter. So, yeah. 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 Well, I think, you know, one of the reasons why I asked you to come and we, we can talk for hours. Yeah. I mean, it's so, it's so funny because again, I've known Carlos for 16 years and we've had times I mean, when you moved to LA, we didn't connect as much and then you're back and, you know, we're connecting again and all this stuff. But th- the impact that you've had in my kid's life, the impact that I've had in your kid's life um, and everything, but we can just connect and talk, but it's not just a superficial talk. It's so deep in God. And that's one of the things that I I love Mm. and I value and cherish you so much is because you kind of always bring me back to God. You know, no matter (laughs) what the conversation is, we always it always comes back to God. And so I know you have so much inside of you that God has put in you to share with others. And I know you're on your journey of discovering what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of pushing you along a little quicker. <laughs> you are, you are and talking about impact. Let, yeah. Let's talk about the impact that you and your family have had on my life. Yeah. You know, helping me to raise my daughter, helping me to make the right decisions, helping me to always, you know, your father always coming, helping me to say, trust God, that is his yeah. line. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that has been like something that I've always returned to because of that. And you guys, your family's taking me under your wing and, yeah. you know, talk about impact. I mean, God, yeah. it's definitely god god ordained <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah. and and again this just brings us back to when i asked you to come on the show i was just like okay i don't really have any specific topic just tell me what god's been talking to you about like tell me what <laughs> god placed on your heart lately and um the all of olivia podcast it's not just about 
how to create generational wealth, you know, how to advance in business, but it's also how you become better in our own selves. And honestly, that's the number one place we all should be focused on is ourselves and becoming the best versions of ourselves and who God created us to be. But um, hence the reason why, again, I asked you to come is because you always help do that to me. You always help bring me back no matter how far I've strayed and all that good stuff. And I know that God has a lot that he's placed on your heart and you have so much to offer people. And it's not meant to be just for you. It's not meant to be just for Autumn but it's to be shared with so many other people. You don't know how many people you can touch with just what God's revealing to you. And again, you know, it just goes back to the Bible, how, you know, it's just telling your own testimony. You know, it's just talking, Hey, God's revealing this to me. You don't have to have this crazy message saying God spoke to me about you. Just talking about how God spoke to us and how God has saved us and how God has transformed us. That's so much in itself. So, Again, thank you so much for, for being here. I can just go on and continue. Yeah. You know, well, that's talking. the bulk of our conversation. <laughs> exactly. Our conversation is that God showed me this. And, da, 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 exactly. and look what's happening here. And look what's happening here. It's the same thing. Exactly. It goes back and forth all day Exactly. Long. Exactly. Yeah. So, so go ahead and tell me a little bit about what God has been revealing to you. And again, helping you through your journey. Yeah. I mean, you're just like every, every one of us. So, so I am. <laughs> tell me about, I, about what's I going am. on. I am in, in no way uh, a person who's made it yet, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I... I, it's, oh gosh, we don't have much time. But uh, <laughs> the aspect of what God's really been showing me is uh, I've been digging into John chapter 14 through 16 for the last couple of years. And there's so much to unpack in there. And as I even think about it now, you know, one of the themes that God has brought me back to in that is to determine what your foundation is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've had my ups and downs. When I moved to LA, it wasn't a decision that I wanted to make. I sat before, you know this, right? I mm-hmm. was there with you and all of our friends. I laid out everything. You tell me yeah. I'm crazy yeah. because I don't think I'm supposed to be going up there. And this is but what this is what God is showing. And it's helpful to have those friends around you. And then, um, you know, that aspect, going back to the word, that is the foundation I had to yeah. lay out and say, yeah, I don't want to. I want to not do this at all. But God says, I'm going to do it. And I'm, and this is what I'm going to lead you to. Mm-hmm. And and that caused for me to say, okay, I need to determine what my foundation of my life is going to be. Mm-hmm. It's been crazy. I went through a divorce and all these things. And then all of a sudden, I'm having to move up to LA. you know. And as a result of that, it's like I have no one up there, no mm-hmm. friends, no family. All my stuff is here. And as I went up there, I had to determine what am I going to live and base my life off. I'm not doing ministry. I'm not doing anything like that. I have to determine what my foundation is. And God really began just to open heart surgery. You know, you always hear that message or something like that. But that's really what it broke down for me. Um, And so that is like the the kind of what launched this, you know, thing. And then just John 14, 15, 16, if you read through that, which we'll probably go through a little bit today. Well, you you shared this with me last night. And so this morning as I'm getting ready, I was like, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to read through these, through these chapters. And it's not a long, long chapters, guys. If you can get your Bible out, it takes you a few minutes, but I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, so many good nuggets that are coming out there. But kind of like the point that you were saying right now about determining what foundation you're going to have. You know, a lot of times people can determine like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have God as my foundation, but it comes down to you choosing it. Oh, good point. Every single day, it has to be an an active choice and aware of of your consciousness and aware choice that you're going to make every single day to have God as your foundation. 
Yeah, such a good point. Yeah. You have to choose. You have to um, and make that determination. Mm-hmm. I think what you're saying is like, yeah, determine what your foundation is. But yeah, that's great. We can determine. Yeah. God is God. That, yeah. That's great. What am I going to do? Exactly. Yeah. Well, can I, you know, a, a quick analogy as well. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm type 1 diabetic. And so I knew as a type 1 diabetic, you got you have to watch what you eat, right? You have to be careful, you know. And my doctor plenty of times shared with me, okay, these are good foods and these are bad foods and this and that. And so I determined, okay, yes, as a type 1 diabetic, I should be eating right. As a daily choice, I did not eat what was right. As a daily choice, I chose all these fast foods and, you know, all the, whatever yeah. I wanted, ice cream, my pancakes mm. and french fries, you know, those are my favorite. Lunch time's coming around. <laughs> Let's go. But it, was, it, it wasn't until you choose yeah. to do what's right, you know, and that's the same thing with God. You know, so many of us know of God, but who knows him? You know, there's a difference. There's a difference. So, so yeah. Awesome. So tell me a little about, again, this morning I was reading through the chapters that you had um, pointed out and the ones that um, really stood out to me was John 15, one through two. I mean, again, I can continue reading so much, but again, let's just read John 15, one through two. It says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. So tell me, tell me what theme, you know, in John 14 through 16 that you see that's been impacting you and that you, you've been following the last few years. Well, before I jump into that, if we jump into the next verse, verse three, it says, you are already clean because of the word, which I have given you the teachings, which I have discussed with you. That's an amplified, but that kind of brings it to the theme. Yeah. And that uh, first theme uh, that kind of, kind of shows me is to surrender, surrender what he said. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact is, is that through this passage, and we see it all throughout the Bible, there's God speaking the word, and he's determining, like, hey, he's saying what you are. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to, it's almost like he's determining that, but you're going to have to choose to believe that, mm-hmm. right? And so in regards to this, you know, he is divine dresser. He is, and every branch in me he does not, uh, that does not bear fruit, he'll, he takes away and he, but he's continuing and he's mm-hmm. continuing to do that work in us. And then, but the aspect of it is, is that he already sets you up for success, mm-hmm. which is you are already clean. Yeah. And if you just look at that and just determine, yeah. that's what he said, yeah. but determine that I, that that's, I'm going to surrender to what he said. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm already clean. Yeah. And as a result of that, as I'm getting pruned, doesn't mean I'm bad. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean I, yeah, you know, there's things that need to be cut off. There's things that don't, I can grow. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're bad. He already made you clean by exactly. what, what the word that he's brought yeah. to you and given to you. So yeah, yeah well, I was, so that's I was one talking the, to you the, the past couple months. I think we were in a group chat of all of, you know, I call them my, it's my church group chat because it's like <laughs> my church group friends that I've known forever. But that was one of the points I think that was being made in there as well is like God has already, we are already perfect in him. You know, we are God's children. Mm. So a lot of times people define themselves as the bad that they've done in their past and as the mistakes that they've made in the past or as the trauma that had happened to them that they had no choice in. They define themselves as that. But I love the point that you're making that God has already made you clean. He has already made you pure and perfect. Now just surrender to him and let him do his good work in you. Yeah. Yeah. One aspect of that too, is I dealt with a lot of shame, you know? And so understanding that is like, you know, that can can real, it's wheeled its head, you know, any which way at any point in your life. And, and going back again to what his word says about me and what good, if we don't recognize what Jesus did on the cross Mm -hmm. to recognize that I am his son, to recognize that I'm already clean, to recognize that shame is Mm -hmm. not 
who is me. It doesn't define me, the things yeah. that I've done. I don't have to live yeah. that way. And having people like you in my life to even just encourage me in that way and say, hey, stop me in the face a little bit. Even though I've been, you know, we could be a Christian for who cares how long, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and you need to slap in the face, my good friend. So, um, you know, uh, so yeah, I think that that's so good in regards to that. And, and knowing that we recognize that what he has said and surrender what he says mm-hmm. yeah. about us. Well, and, and it can kind of just piggybacking off of what you're saying about, you know, our relationship. I mean, honestly, I look at you as way more perfect than me, <laughs> especially the last few years. No. <laughs> You've seen me at my lowest of lows. And it's just so crazy how having having godly friends or people there that truly support you and love you. But the only way that they can do that is if they're grounded in the word as well. I think a lot of times there's people that, oh, you're my friend and all this good stuff. But it's just it's very it's very superficial. It's very just like, oh, you're my friend right now because we're having fun. (laughs) But if hard times come, I'm bouncing. If hard times come, I'm going to talk crap. If hard times come, you know, but why is that? It's because they're not grounded in the word, you know. So that's why I hold you very, very, very dear to my heart. I I could say so much back to that. (laughs) But yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I know um, another scripture that we had pointed out and that we were looking at was at John 14, six. So tell me how that follows along with your theme and, and what God has pointed out to you in that. Yeah, definitely. In uh, John chapter 14, verse six, I mean, he lays out that scripture. He says, Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God, the real truth, the real life. No one comes to the father, but through me, mm-hmm. we as individuals, always seek to try to find some other means to experience real life find the real way, find the real truth. And when you determine what your foundation is, and this will only apply for those who determine what that their foundation is the word of God, Mm -hmm. you know, and when you determine that and you really decide that you're going to return to the source, which is Jesus, which he is the way he is the truth where we find all of our truths where we have issues and I'm dealing with my identity or trying to figure out who I am and how I perceive myself. I don't have to figure that out because Mm -hmm. I can go to the word and find out who I am. And that's the truth. Exactly. And then experiencing real life. I mean, anybody who's single or been divorced, uh, anything like that, you know, it's hard to find that life again. What does Mm -hmm. that mean for somebody? What does it mean when I have to go from church ministry into a corporate world? I had no life in the sense of like how do I even connect with these people in mm-hmm. a sense and I had to find the the life within the situation I was in like mm-hmm. Paul he says learning to be content and no matter what situation I'm in yeah. and I struggled with that for two years being up in LA without anybody you know and so but going back and that's where God really tested me on my foundations like yeah. what is it bro exactly. like wh- what are you gonna do exactly. what are you gonna rely on you got nobody yeah. you got the four walls that are not speaking back to you how about that yeah. you know and it wasn't God says he corrects those who he loves. Mm-hmm. And growing up without a father, all that stuff, I didn't have the, that proper love mm-hmm. correction. Yeah. I found that through leaders in the church, which is great. I had great leaders that were over me um, that, you know, spoken in my life that were real, wonderful mentors in my life. But I was on my own now. It's mm-hmm. like I'm out of the, the, I'm out of my house, you know, I'm, 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 and here I am 40 years old <laughs> out yeah. of my house, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and finally, you know, really trying to figure out what all this is. Mm-hmm. And so going back to it and saying, man, I got to return back to the source. If God's going to be my foundation, where do I get all this stuff? Where do I yeah. find again, 
where my contentment is. My contentment is the amount of money I'm making mm-hmm. or the house I'm or, or great. Yeah. I get to provide a roof, a roof and a house yeah. over my daughter's head. That's awesome. But that's not going to be life. That's if I base it off of that, it's going to go. What if I lose the apartment or whatever? What if I can't get an apartment? You know, uh, lose the job. Yeah, you know, there's exactly. nothing there. Exactly. So, um, well, kind of like one of the scriptures I think you pointed out. I don't know if you have it there and if you can read it, but in yeah. Psalms, it was one of the top ones that some may trust in horses, some may trust in chariots, right? It's like we put so much on everything else. Yeah. And when that's gone, yeah. because nothing in this world, Everything is perishable. Yeah. Every nothing is is assured that it will be there through your whole life. The only thing that is is God. Yeah. And so here we are. We're trusting so much on so many other things and so many other people and identities in outside influences. And so yeah, it's returning to God and God saying, "I've been here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like your identity has been here all along. You know, your peace has been here all yeah. along. Like everything's here. Like you have to return to that." Yeah. I know there was one, um, we went to the Maverick City Conference. Um, that concert, what, yeah. What was it, like July or June of last year? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was an, an amazing experience. But one thing that I had shared with you, and honestly, I only shared with a couple other people, but that hit me so hard is my my happy place and peaceful place is the beach. And so I love going there. And it's just, I don't know what it is. It's the sound of the waves. It's seeing the endless ocean. It's just being in that position just provides me so much peace. And so I go there quite often. And when I'm there, I usually go by myself or, you know, maybe I'll have my kids, but they're off playing and stuff. And so I feel alone. Mm. And it, when I was at this conference, I was closing my eyes and worshiping God. And all of a sudden I had an encounter to where I, it was like a vision of me being back at that beach and God was speaking to me. And then I look over and God's sitting right there. And he said to me, I've always been here. You've never been alone. But why did I feel alone? Because my focus wasn't on him because I wasn't talking to him. Now he's a, he's a, he's a wonderful father to where he's very considerate and respectful. You know, he won't force himself on us, but to know that he's always there and he's just waiting for us to return to him, waiting for us to just acknowledge him and say, okay, God, can you help me? (laughs) Okay. I messed it up. I'm sorry. I thought I was right, but I'm, I wasn't right. But it's just, that's, that's the amazing thing about our father is he is a loving father. Like if you, if, if I think my father here on, on earth is great, which he is the best father of all. Like imagine how much more love our heavenly father is and how much more he has for us and the support he has for us. So yeah, it's just returning to him. It reminds me of what you said because you mentioned uh, about the prodigal son, yeah, and how the father. I, yeah. I don't know if you want to share that, but that, yeah, that's go great. Go for it. Go for it. No, you share it because that's <laughs> what I was from you, girl. That that, that it rocked me the other day. You know, when you I talked about that, it's just how the father was there yeah. and he was waiting. Yeah. And uh, but he decided the the, the uh, going back. It's gonna we're gonna hit it. I'm sure, yeah. but he decided the servant or not the servant the son. Yeah. It's like what the heck. Yeah. He saw himself in one certain way, but the father standing afar off, waiting and waiting, waiting and waiting, saw him from far off. And he just, he he booked it. He ran after his son. So so a quick history. If (laughs) if none of you have read the Bible, the prodigal son, he was born in, I would say, a good wealthy family and decided to take his inheritance, ask his dad, give me my money. I'm out. Peace out. I know better than you. It sounds a whole lot like somebody I know, (laughs) but so he leaves his father's house and he goes and does so much that he shouldn't have been doing. (laughs) 
lost all his money, just fell into hard times where he was eating with the pigs. Yeah. And again, so many people in this world just decided I looked at my parents. I looked at my heavenly father a couple years ago and I was like, I think I know better. Peace out. And I felt myself doing that same journey to where I just did whatever I wanted. I was like, you know what? This looks funner. This looks happier and more fulfilling. And I went partying and hanging out with people I shouldn't have been and all this stuff. And but what's crazy is, again, God, our Heavenly Father is just there waiting for us yeah. with no judgment, no mm. condemnation, just saying, come home. When you come home, you're going to be restored. It's going to be like you never left. Put the ring on his finger. Give him the give him the the whole the robe, robe everything, and everything. Put him back in his place. He's not going to be a servant. The The prodigal son came back saying, you know what? I'll wipe your feet. I'll clean your floors. <laughs> yeah. Just let me back into the house. And, the, the, you know, his father was like, no, give him his place back in my house of authority, of purpose. Sonship. Yeah. 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 Like as if nothing ever changed. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's just, but we're, he's just waiting for you though. Yeah. That's the whole point is you have to return to him again, back to the first statement we made. It's a choice. <laughs> it is a choice. It's a choice. God will tell you, you know, this is what you should do, but he's not going to force you. Yeah. It's something you have to decide to do every single day. Yeah. It's just returning to him. Returning to him. Yeah. And the choice is, is the big key, the aspect to that, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how you see yourself, yeah. you may see yourself, whatever, but you're going to say, oh, I'm going to choose and I'm going to choose to just turn my direction toward him. We yeah. look at Moses. Moses turned toward the bush again. I'm sorry, I'm throwing a bunch of references out here. Uh-huh. But he turned. And yeah. when he turned is when God, he chose to turn. Yeah. Moses could have been walking by the bush and say, whatever, yeah. you know, I'm going to do my business. But he turned because there's obviously there was a fire in the bush. But, you know, he's like, what the heck's going on? <laughs> he turned. But at the yeah. fact that he turned, the Bible says that then God did something. Yeah. So when we turn, it's, it's that's a little adjustment. Exactly. Um, and that's what you've always encouraged me in personal life and different things that we've done. It's that one little thing, you know, and it's that little bit. I want, I'm a one who likes quick results. Yeah. You know, I jump trying to diet fads, all that stuff. And I'm just like, I want quick results, but it's the little things that make the biggest difference. And just mm-hmm. in this, in our life and our word, or I mean, in our life and how we approach things, if we just choose, yeah. as you mentioned, you know, that foundation is great. It's great to have. Glad that it's there. Yeah. God's there. He's always going to be there. Yeah. But we have to choose. Well, I mean, again, just just <laughs> if you guys haven't found this out, the Bible has so much good stuff in there. <laughs> but it's just like the the parable where the seeds, right? Yeah. Where the foundation might be good, hmm. right? But if you're not constantly watering that seed, yeah. giving it proper sunlight, it's not going to grow. So tell me a little bit, you know, just to kind of bring it down for, for <laughs> the people that may not be involved in church as much. So what is it every day that you do to make sure you surrender and return to the source? Wow. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Um, what I do on a daily basis is I, one, I put a reminder on my phone. God's going to talk to you today. Mm-hmm. And so every single day, eight o'clock in the morning, I'm waking up and I wake up, you know, and I see it, and I and I see that reminder. God's going to talk to you. That sets my mo- my mind in motion. That today I am ready to hear from Him, yeah. because I can wake up and be oh work. I can be up my daughter. All that is great. Mm-hmm. You want to do that? You want to work to the Lord? You want to provide for your children? All that stuff. But I wake up, and my first thought is God's going to speak to me today. And in that, you know, a lot of people have different, um, I'm not that kind of guy that gets up in the morning, read my Bible and like sit there for two hours. I want to, I endeavor to do that. Uh, you know, I really do, you know, um, but I, I am the kind that says throughout the day, I am just 
I'm picking up little pieces. Mm -hmm. I'm picking up little things that uh, God wants to show me. God wants to reveal to me. And so, um, yeah, that's where for me, that is uh, what I do on a daily basis because that's the only way that I, for me, it's like I'm constantly, he's constantly with me. You know, he's waiting for me. I have to invite him in every single day. Um, but the fact is that I get to a point to where I am no longer in a place where I'm worried about whether he's there, mm-hmm. but I know that he is there. And that's kind of out of the John 14 through 16, you know, he talks about the Holy Spirit being in you mm-hmm. and being continually with you. Jesus said, I got to go one man, one person here as God, but whatever he could be here and there, but there and here, but through the Holy Spirit, he's continually yeah. with you. So on the daily basis, my whole life is adjusted towards that. Yeah, I'll listen to music, whatever. I'll listen to worship. I'll listen to my good jazz stuff I like. But in the middle of it all, Jesus is doing it all there with me. And yeah. when I have that awareness and that understanding, I'm not perfect. I make sin, sinful choices, whatever. I did made a wrong statement, did the wrong thing. He's still there. Yeah. He's continually, not that he yeah. abides where I'm being sinful or whatever, but he's con- he's continually wanting to be there yeah. as long as I would allow him in. Yeah. So that aspect for me in the morning, that that's what I do every single day. It's like I have to check that thing off. And that for me acknowledges to my reminder of that God's going to speak to me yeah. today. And that puts me in that place for the day yeah. and helps me to surrender. Return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so a little bit again, going to just source. back to the the daily choice Mm -hmm. that we have and that we have to make to surrender and return to God. So my daughter, she's a loving teen and I hope she never listens to this podcast. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) She, um, so she, she hasn't been making some good choices. Right. And it's, she has such a loving, loving heart, sweet, just very pure. I, she's just amazing, but she's, you know, been making some, some choices and they are not the best. And she was crying to me the other day and she said, mom, why, why am I making these choices? I know it's wrong. Why am I doing it? Mm. And she's just crying because she really does. She wants to stop. Why am I lying to you, mom? I know it's not good to lie, but why am I doing it? Uh, And then again, you know, the devil comes in and she wants to put condemnation on her and say, you know, talk about how bad she is and she's not a good child and this and that. And I said, okay, baby. You're not bad. Number one, let's again, back to the scripture that you were made pure and (laughs) clean in God. Right. So let's, let's get that off. That's not your identity, but now let's go on to what your daily choices have been. Yeah. Now I also did on, on my Instagram, her, her nighttime choices lately have been listening to Tupac and I'm like, (laughs) okay, you know, we can appreciate, you know, his part in our history, (laughs) (laughs) but then I'm like, okay, well, if you're listening to his music every single night, And that's what's going into your conscious and subconscious and yeah. into your spirit. Let's let's talk about it, right? It's like, what are your daily choices? Mm-hmm. And it just comes back to, okay, well, let's say we took that out and we go back to the original music that I had you sleeping to ever since she was a baby. Was it was a uh, um, instrumental called the Potter the Potter's House? Mm. I don't know if you. I mean, I'll play it for you after this, and okay. I'm sure you'll be like, oh my god, I remember that song in church, right? <laughs> But um, I used to, ever since they were babies, had them go to sleep to that instrumental. It's a, it's a God um, praise and worship. It's a worship song. But um, I'm like, okay, well, let's put that back into your spirit. Let's yeah. listen to audibles. And again, I've been on this thing to where when she goes to school, we listen to audibles. But it's that 
it reminds me, which should remind you guys that it's a daily choice you have to make. It's not a one, you go to church one time and all of a sudden you're a great person. It's no wait tomorrow. What are you putting in you? That's going to reflect what's coming out of you. And again, it goes back to John 15 one to where it's like, okay, if we stay connected to God, if we're praying with him, if we're, you know, reading his word, if we're continually connected to him, he'll prune us and clean us and keep us, you know, on course. Yeah. I love it because that, that part of that passage, uh, and when you read through the word, it talks, it's, it's a basically engrafting. It's you, Mm -hmm. God, you know, if you're, I'm not Mm. good at planting or anything like that, but there's plants and you know, the, the way that they kind of take this plant and attach it to this tree is they'll cut off a part of it and then they'll actually insert it into you know, that plant. And then it begins to grow because it's receiving the nutrients from that root or yeah. you know, we're talking about the source, right? Yeah. And so as a result of that, that's, you know, allows you to be in him. And that's where it talks about how Jesus is that vine dresser. Mm-hmm. He dresses you, he puts it all yeah. that. He takes all care, takes care of you. Yeah. It's your choice. But so, but it's stuff. where, it's where I'm, you're, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Uh, nope. <laughs> I don't have all the answers. You don't yeah, have all the I answers. No. But if you connect to the person that does, does. Let's go. Boom. It's yours. <laughs> yeah. You know, no question. Exactly. Boom. It's yours. Exactly. It's like, now whoever does not want to take that deal. <laughs> you know, that's pretty, There's more. I know, but wait, <laughs> like that's crazy though. It's, it's like your mind blows on how much it's just like, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. You, it's not something you have to beg for. You have to perform for God's just saying, follow me. Yep. Just talk with me every day. Yeah. And I got you. Yeah. And it's, it's good. You see all throughout the Psalms, um, mm-hmm. David, he reminds himself of what God has done and what yeah. he will choose to do. When I was, uh, when you asked me to come on this podcast, I said no, uh, relentlessly. And then you, with, with you, a little angry emoji yeah. and stuff and all that stuff. Oh yeah. He sent me bad stuff. <laughs> I had to repent. <laughs> yeah. No. To go to confession. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but, um, but the other thing, there was another scripture that got pointed out to me in Habakkuk chapter three. It was really cool just to read about it and um, just to see what um, in Habakkuk, what he said. He was he started off the chapter in, in chapter three. He talks about just praying for his city. Like he wants revival. Yeah. You know, he wants to see these things. Um, he wants, um, he says, revive your work in the midst of the years, in the midst of the years, make it known, you know, uh, to remember your compassion and love, you know. And then he continues in that chapter that says, he says, um, he just goes through all the stuff that God was doing for the children of Israel. And I love, and when you get, after he talks about all the stuff that God has done, he leaves them in such a place where it just rocks them to his core. And there's a fear about that in the sense of like all that God has done, what he can do and how sovereign he is in the midst of everything. But it rocks him to the core where he's trembling so much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he's like, God, you know, I, I reference you that fear when a word fear is like, it is a reference towards him and, and all that he, and, and being in awe of what he can do. He goes on and he continues to say, uh, in verse 18 of that chapter, he says, yet I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout and, you know, and, 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 and excuse me, an exaltation and the victorious God of my salvation. He's remembering all these things mm-hmm. that God has done and how God has saved them. And yeah. he's going through this and he says, the Lord God is my strength. And I love this because we're talking about the source, the source of my courage, yeah. my, my invincible army, right? God, the strength. He's our invincible army. In other words, there's much more than us, right? We yeah. think we're fighting the battles. No, yeah. we're not. It's yeah. him, right? And he has made my feet steady and sure like hind's feet and makes me walk forward. And I love this with, this is amplified, with spiritual confidence. Mm. 
on my high places of challenge and responsibility. Had this sweet talk, I might have my way. I'm